last speaker is another editor. It's the second editor of the special issue. And we're privileged to welcome him. This is Leonard Wanchekun. He is a professor of politics and international affairs at Princeton University. Leonard, we look forward to your remarks. All right, so thanks so much for having me. Uh, on top of being professor at Princeton University, I'm also the founder of the African School of Economics uh, based in Benin. So uh, my remark will be on how institutions mediate the relationship between information and governance. As uh, my colleague have said earlier, the literature on governance has focused on two approaches in thinking about governance and information. One is better information that will help uh, government to make better decisions and citizens to be more engaged. And the second one is encouraging participation and community-driven development. But the evidence on the effect of both information and participation has been mixed. So what I'm going to uh, talk to you today about will be to cover those two dimensions, information and participation, and to speculate a little bit on why this may not be working, and maybe what we should be doing instead, or how we should improve on the current approaches to look at the effect of information or participation on governance. So I'm going to uh, focus on governance seen as service delivery, security infrastructure, and so on. But I'm also going to talk about a bit about social capital. And we focus on what I call constructive social capital. Social capital is defined as connections among individuals, the normal reciprocity that arises from them. But then constructive is social capital, connection that we built that benefits the whole community. So uh, about information, we, we, we know information is power. It's key to democratic governance because better informed citizens will vote more often and base their choices on important issues. We also know that information will lead to better services because sunlight is the best disinfectant. In terms of uh, engaging citizens, uh, the way to improve governance is through decentralization, community development, and the World Bank recently has spent um, you know, nearly 28 billion on CDD over the last decades. So um, there are a wide range of important projects that find between effect or no effect at all, or mix. You know, whether it's on learning. Uh, you know, no effect, information, for instance, on corruption candidates in Mexico has a negative effect for political participation. Uh, corruption uh, studies, I mean, like getting citizens to provide information on corruption um, in Brazil has some effect. So again, the effect is mixed. In terms of participatory governance, uh, the picture is more or less the same. Now, so Basically, let's first think about why this might not be working. So I have uh, several uh, set of uh, ideas on how this might work. So first is the, the exogeneity assumption that we make about information. 
So when people engage with new information, they automatically use different frames, different methods of acquisition, beliefs on their credibility, which may not be incorporated into an, uh, an information experiment. And also, information might have spillover effect. So in that sense, um, we might be underestimating the effect by focusing on individuals as opposed to community as a whole. So the main point here is that the information which is given is rarely the information that's acted upon. So, and then in terms of uh, community engagement, there are design issues. So for instance, we empirically test participation as if all form participation are equal. And, but in fact, the rules of participation matter. For instance, when we are running a town hall meeting, it matters whether town hall meeting is preceded by deliberation or not. It matters whether people vote after deliberation or not. It matters who set the agenda and what is the agenda. So in a sense, when we are assigning participation, we are not we need to be very specific about the institutions of participation that people are using. So basically what we do, typically when we run those kind of experiments, we jump straight from information to governance. We don't necessarily take into consideration how information is processed in organizations, social networks, and what are the rules under which this, this, uh, this information is processed. So, 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 so we need to think about um, a different approach, which will consist not only on focusing on information or, by, or on some vaguely defined notion of participation, but combine information institution to see how they, are, they, they shape social capital and, 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 and the institutional setting. So, so, so what is also important is to try to separate out the intrinsic effect of the institution itself from the information effect. Because when information is dropped on you, as opposed to gener being generated by you, by your community, the effect might be different. So in one case, people are being directed. In another case, people are being empowered. And the empowerment itself can have some important effect. So, 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 so when, for instance, we are assigning, we are running, um, you know, uh, this kind of participant experiment and information experiment, so we need to think that we are not simply assigning an institution, uh, sorry, uh, an information, we are also assigning a decision-making process. And again, as I mentioned earlier, the question is for us to best identify and separate out the effect of the institution itself from the effect of information. So, you know, there are several um, works that have been done um, that basically uh, evaluate institutions like uh, Ben Oaken's famous uh, work in Indonesia in 2010, where he looked at the effects of service delivery, at least, at least satisfaction with uh, service delivery, when the decision is made through representative-based meeting versus uh, uh, election. Uh, versus uh, direct election and find that much higher participation when 
people actually make the decision for themselves. Um, the perception is uh, that the, the project benefits the community and they are more willing to, to, to contribute. So, 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 so there is some evidence that, inform, that, that town hall meeting and deliberation empower individuals. So now, what the problem with that uh, paper is that it doesn't necessarily separate out the effect of information, the effect of the institution. So what it has is a total effect. So I, uh, with some colleagues, I run similar project in uh, Philippines and Benin, where basically we, we get candidates to deliberate their platform, you know, through some kind of multilateral or bilateral type of uh, uh, information uh, or communication versus the status quo, where it's unilateral communication, where voter, you talk to voters simply versus you get them to actually engage and deliberate your platform. And why this might matter? Well, because when people are deliberating, they might coordinate and learn more about each other's preferences. The, the candidate's platform might be more clear. And, and also, they may have the opportunity to customize the platform, to take ownership by proposing or by giving ideas on how this platform is going to apply to them. So, and also, what is important is that when people are excited about information, they are more willing to share than when it's boring. You know, so if, for instance, they are part of designing, debating, discussing the platform, they have an, an opportunity uh, to talk to others. Now, so we, we run this experiment, as, as I said earlier, and, you know, and the, the, the process, again, uh, following my own advice, is that you have to be very specific. So first of all, the way it works, the candidate representative show up, he provides a short introduction to the platform, deliberation for about one hour uh, and a half, and then at the end, there is a summary of what happened at the meeting. So the information that come out of a meeting is summarized clearly at the end. So, so we can then know what the people are voting, not only based on what come out of a meeting, but also the fact that they actually debated, you know, the information that was provided to them. So, and then here is an example. Here is a picture of, uh, of this uh, in, um, in, uh, in the Philippines. And then we find that this has serious effect. So turnout in Benin, for instance, increased. Electoral support for candidates has increased. And what is spectacular, particularly in the Philippines, is that vote share for the treatment candidate entry increased by 50%. Why? Simply because those candidates we work with were smaller uh, parties. And, uh, and, uh, and for them, like one kind of uh, one person or 2% increase in their vote share will lead to one more seat at the National Assembly, which is, which is very important. So it shows that empowerment works, and we can actually, uh, when we are providing information, sort of uh, take that into, into consideration. So there is a follow-up project, for instance, uh, in Benin, where we, 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 it's done with bureaucrats. So instead of audit report being thrown at the mayor, who will make a decision about who to fire, who to keep. So this audit report is debated, discussed among um, uh, you know, members of the administration on the closed door. And what we try to see is to what is to, to, to the, the way in which information contained in the audit report is processed and how this affects bureaucratic cohesion and motivation. 
You know, for instance, when people on a closed door debate audit report, they might take more ownership of the success and failure or what comes out of it, and this will have an effect. So to summarize, so information is power, information is important, but then it's provided in some specific institutional context. So, and it's important that we try to separate out the effects of the endogenously generated information and from the, the intrinsic effect that the institution itself might have on behavior. Thank you very much.